Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 197. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week, our special focus continues on a series on kings, their accountability to God. Today's special guest speaker is Brother Joseph Kamabach, who resides in Bermuda. Brother Joseph is no stranger to the episodes that we have produced in the past. He is quiet and soft-spoken, but is rooted in the word of the Lord. He is yearning to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruits in his season. Our brother is an encourager. He's often willing to reach out and extend the word of hope and trust in God. He is the husband of a very compassionate good friend of mine, Maudlin, and a servant dad to his two young adult children who are reading for their undergraduate degrees overseas. Brother Joseph is acutely aware of the times and seasons and he is praying that as many as can be saved will be ready when the Lord comes. His last participation in the podcast was on episode 166 and his topic was A Servant's Heart is the key to successful service. Jesus sets the perfect example. Today, he will share with us on The King of Jericho watches his defenses fall and the children of Israel prevailed against his military in a spectacular, supernatural way. Please stay tuned. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of Joshua, chapter 6, verses 6 to 11. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Proceed, and march around the city, and let him who is armed 
advanced before the ark of the Lord. So it was, when Joshua had spoken to the people, that the seven priests, bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord, advanced and blew the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests, who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard came after the ark, while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth, until the day I say to you, Shout! Then you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city, going around it once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. This text is taken from the New King James Version. We definitely see that in this procession there were four groups of people. First group comprised the seven priests with the trumpets or shofarth, which is plural of shofar. The armed men, the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant and the people that followed behind. Today's military forces are fighting differently from their predecessors just a few decades ago. In many instances today, soldiers are hardly ever leaving their war rooms. This is because a lot of the warfare is being done with drones coupled with artificial intelligence. I don't think these new technologies can compare with the shock and awe that results from the battles the Lord leads. Here, in this Israel-Jericho battle, we have his covenant, the ark, being carried by the priests. It is a signal of God's presence. We also have the trumpets, the sound of the shofar. God's weapon of war, when sounded, even demons tremble. It is potent. It is not just for rituals. Then the people, the priests, and the rest of the congregation. Every man had a stake, and all they had to do was follow God's war plan. They did, and triumph. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on the king of Jericho watches his defenses fall, and the children of Israel prevailed against his military in a spectacular, supernatural way. Please stay tuned as we continue in the series on kings, their accountability to God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today.
our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Ranville Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Marvel Williams. The West Ranville Church has resumed in-person services on Sunday mornings. They meet for fellowship at 10.30 a.m. outdoors. Meanwhile, individuals who are unable to attend the morning service can log on with the others in the evening for service via Zoom. That service is called Power Hour and it is at 7 p.m. Likewise, on Wednesday evenings, the church takes a similar approach as on Sunday evenings. They meet via Zoom or Facebook at 7 p.m. for Bible study. The West Ranville Church continues to serve their community in various ways, such as with a daycare and a children's home for orphans. Please make plans to attend this week, either in person or online. The pastor and the brothers and the sisters will warmly welcome you and your family. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 197. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Friday, November 12th, the news from the White House included the following. Vice President Kamala Harris stated during a panel discussion on digital and technology challenges in Paris on Thursday, November 11th, that technology has the power to unlock opportunities for the people of the world. They are people using the internet to share information and opinions. Activists using social media platforms to speak out for justice. Scientists using satellite images to mitigate the impact of climate change. Innovators using technology to help low-income nations leap forward. The Vice President added that for the United States, the administration's approach to the digital domain is rooted in democratic principles. The U.S. will continue to advocate for an open, secure and interoperable Internet and work to ensure that technology helps, not harms, the people of the world. Likewise, on Friday, November 12th, President Biden advised that Iran will not be one of the countries from which petroleum will be sought for the international market 
even under the current global demands. The president submitted that there are sufficient supplies of petroleum and petroleum products from countries other than Iran. Consequently, Iran is not on his approval list of states from which purchases of petroleum and petroleum products will be made. We'll take our second break. This segment comes to you with the compliments of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Pastor Justin Leib. The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 9 a.m. You can find the Heritage Church at 2007 Civic Center Way, Round Lake Beach, at the zip code 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 855-438-7440 or visit their website, info at heritagechurch.cc. Residents in the Chicago and other areas are invited to make plans to attend this week. Pastor Justin and his team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media. The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, Israel's government reacted to the plea deal by a female defendant who admitted to her role in raising funds for a terror organization, reported the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel on Wednesday, November 10th. The Foreign Ministry added, that the plea deal was presented to the military court in Judea and Samaria on Wednesday, in which a defendant, Joanna Rashmawai, admitted that she served as a fundraiser for an organization called the Union of Health Work Committees, UHWC which operated on behalf of the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, PFLP, a designated terrorist organization. The organization has been serving as a civilian arm of PLFP, that is the UHWC, which, much like the Union of Agriculture Work Committees, the Union of Palestinian Women's Committees, as well as others. Moreover, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs added that Minister of Defense Benny Gantz 
stated that the State of Israel and the defense establishment respect human rights and respect activities of human rights organizations that play an important role in any democratic society. However, he submitted that the cynical use of human rights organizations as a cover is a double sin. It fuels terror and also hurts organizations that do real important work for civil society. Israel will continue to respect human rights and the activities of human rights organizations. At the same time, Israel will continue to operate against terrorism in all its forms anywhere it takes place, opined the Defense Minister of Israel. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today we feature the ebook version of the book Devotional for Today's Women of Faith in the Bible. Users of ebooks can access the book via Amazon, Apple iBook, Nook, Kobo, and off other platforms at the affordable price of $9.99. Please access your e-copy today. You can also secure a hard copy of the same book via Amazon.com. Finally, in segment 3, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week, we are focusing on kings, their accountability to God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. On Friday, November 12th, the news from the White House included reports on technologies, petroleum and petroleum products. Internationally, Israel's government reacted to the plea deal by a female defendant who admitted to her role raising funds for a terror organization, reported the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel on Wednesday, November 10th. Welcome to our devotional. All week, we've been looking at a series on kings, their accountability to God. On Monday, we focused on Rahab, dishes on the leaders of Jericho, She denies the king's request to surrender the Israeli spies. On Wednesday it was, with the reproach removed from among Israel, the commander of the army of the Lord appears to Joshua. Likewise on Friday, our special guest speaker shares with us on the king of Jericho watches his defenses fall and the children of Israel prevailed against his military in a spectacular, supernatural way. Let's begin our devotional. Our brother Joseph tells us about the viable role Rahab played and her choosing faith over fear. 
He submitted that Rahab even ended up in the genealogy of Jesus. He opined that she and her family were saved by her faith and no one else from that community, as they did not share her faith. She was even promoted to the Hebrew Hall of Fame on faith, he added. Kindly listen to this presentation and follow closely. You will be motivated to work unto the Lord with a faithful heart and prosper. Please let's welcome our special guest, Brother Joseph Kamabach. Our Father in heaven, we give you thanks and praise for the privilege of hearing from you through the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. Thank you for the way in which you have used your servant Cherub to be such a blessing to so many people in many nations. We pray, Lord, that you would continue to use her for your glory according to the purpose for which you made her. In Jesus' name, amen. Joshua chapter 6, verses 1 to 21 gives an account of how God's miraculous intervention gave the Israelite army victory at Jericho. First, we see a city protected by impregnable walls. Next, we see that it was closed. No one was entering or leaving because the king and the people were terrified after they had heard of how God had given the Israelites victories over two Amorite kings, Sihon and Og. Also, God's protection included making a dry path across the Jordan River, just like the one done at the Red Sea. First, about the city wall. According to Google, archaeological evidence reveals that by 8000 BC, that stone wall was 11.8 feet high and 5.9 feet wide at the base. Now, as God had instructed Joshua, the army marched outside the city walls in silence, once every day for six days. On the seventh day, they marched around the city seven times. Then the seven priests blew their trumpets. The people shouted a battle cry, and the walls fell, just as God had promised. Then it was time for the army to enter the city and destroy people and animals. But for Rahab, a prostitute, it was a different experience. She was one of the principal characters in this drama, having protected the two spies that Joshua had sent to spy out the land. In return for her kindness, she negotiated with the spies so that she and her loved ones escaped the slaughter. Whereas the rest of the people were paralyzed by fear, Rahab was moved by faith. In fact, she even became a part of the genealogy of Jesus Christ and was promoted to the Hall of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11 as a result of her heroic act. One of the many lessons that we can learn from the victory of Jericho is that the life of faith, though not an easy one, pleases God and guarantees victory. In considering this victory, it is important to remember that God always requires strict obedience to his instruction the Word of God in 1 Samuel 15.22 clearly tells us that to obey is better than sacrifice. Even though the instruction God gave as the strategy for victory did not make military sense naturally, 
Yet, it was God's way of demonstrating that it is not by might nor by power, but by His Spirit that He saves. Joshua's life could be described as a series of fulfilled promises by the faithful potentate. Joshua's name means Jehovah is salvation. Simply trusting and obeying God is required for victory. In Joshua 1.8, we find God's recipe for what he defines as success and prosperity. According to the Amplified Bible, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. Two of God's promises to Joshua. One, I have given you every place on which the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised to Moses. No man will be able to stand before you to oppose you as long as you live. Just as I was present with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you or abandon you. These verses are found in Joshua chapter 1, verses 3 to 5. Living by the Word of God is the key. Faithfully meditating on the Word and doing what's in the Word is God's guarantee of victory. God fulfilled every promise that He had previously made to Israel. We must remember that God's name or reputation is at stake every promise that He makes. This is true of the gift of eternal life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Lessons from Jericho 1. Faith is always rewarded by God. 2. God is able to perform every promise He has made. 3. Just as the news of God's favor upon Israel caused fear in the hearts of some, whereas Rahab and her family chose to believe and receive, so the gospel evokes mixed reactions. 4. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God. But the fearful and unbelieving shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. Revelation 21, verses 7 to 9. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you for your plan of salvation. Help us to respond in faith and obedience, rather than giving in to fear and doubt, which cause disobedience and destruction. Please help us to honor you in every aspect of our lives, to bring you the glory that you deserve. In Jesus' name, amen. On the behalf of our podcast listeners, I would like to express our sincere gratitude to Joseph who shared about Rahab's heroic act and of how Israel defeated Jericho. He demonstrated that there are many lessons for us to learn from Israel's victory over Jericho. Our brother Joseph underscored the fact that victory always requires strict obedience to God's instructions. Joseph reflected that God gave a strategy that did not make military sense, but it worked. Please join with me in praying for those who need to make a decision to serve the Lord like Rahab. Abba Father, in addition to our brother's prayer, 
Today, we are inviting those who do not know you to give their hearts to you. So please join with me. Whatever state of life you're in, you can be saved. For the blood of Jesus washes away all sin. So, please repeat after me. Abba Father, who art in heaven, I have examined my life and I've discovered that there is no fulfillment in my trying to obtain victory on my own. I need you, Lord. I have become submerged in sin because of my own efforts and as a result, I need deliverance. I need salvation. I want to be courageous like Rahab and cry out to you for my salvation. I want to turn away from my sins and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. For his blood washes away all sins. I receive him today and I would rather give up fear for faith and make it through with those who are numbered in faith so that at the end of the time of life I am standing with those who believed in Jesus Christ rather than outside of the camp. In Jesus name I pray thank you for salvation. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 197. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find The King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. I also would like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Urkirch, who sounded the shofar. Thank you very much, Joseph. As a final reminder, our brother Joseph urges us that in God's dealings, it is not by might nor by power, but is by his spirit. Joseph maintains that God promised not to abandon Joshua. And we can take it as a personal promise that, like Moses and Joshua, he will stick with us whom he has appointed to a particular task. Please internalize this discussion. The power of God will make your enemies tremble with fear. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus. Yeshua is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.